Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked, and I have a good friend with me today. I got Miss Kate Babe. How are you doing, Kate? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am splendous, splendiferous, whatever the word is today. I'm feeling it. Are you stupendous? Are you the most stupendous? I am the most stupendous, <laughs> and if I was a character in the world, I would call myself Mr. Stu Pendus. Oh. First name Stu, last name Pendus. This is already the longest episode of anything I've ever recorded, and we're actually going to try and keep it short, so I don't, I don't know what to, where to go from here. Well, how about we start by welcoming everyone to our (laughs) new show, Here's Why You're Wrong. And it's very simple. Kate and I have 20 minutes to debate each other on a topic. Some will be submitted by you, the viewer, and some of them will be the ones that we thought of because we're absolutely insane and thought this would be a good idea for a show. (laughs) If you agree, toss us a thumbs up. Maybe leave us a comment being like, this rules and I love it. If you dislike it, don't not, do not, don't, don't do it. Don't press the dislike button, but leave a comment and be like, this is awful, but I understand that wrestling is a subjective art form and therefore maybe it's just not for me and I'll move on to the next video. Huh? Pretty that good. sounds like, like that. how the internet reacts to things regarding pro wrestling. So I'm sure that'll go really well for us. Well, here's why you're wrong about that. No, that's sorry. <laughs> we, we've jumped the gun. That'll be episode 30 when we're like over it. (laughs) (laughs) Here's why you're wrong. We're going to resort to personal attacks. By that point, we'll be over each other. You know what, Joel? You look stupid today. It'll just be. (laughs) You look like you haven't slept in months. Be like, I haven't slept in months. How are you doing? All right. Kate, tell tell them what we're debating today for our very first episode of Here's Why You're Wrong. We are debating NXT 2.0 versus the generations of NXT that came before it, whether you want to call it 1.0, 1.5, whatever. Um, And I think this is going to be a fun, spirited debate that I will crush you in. So bring it. Well, here's why you're wrong. Because I will be debating the side of 
the multicolored Nickelodeon 2.0 brand. And you are going to debate for the black and gold leather daddy poppy infused NXT of old. That's correct. You are going to get the terrible rapper version and I am going to get something that at least tried a Joel. <laughs> I've already lost because I don't like the rapper, but there are other things about 2.0 that I like. <laughs> That's it. That's the episode for today. Thank you guys so much for watching. See you in the um, next one. Okay. So how about we start? How about we start with 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 something that's good about 2.0? I'll tell you why 2.0 is good. 2.0 has given a lot of new wrestlers, a lot of people who haven't necessarily had the opportunity in the past to showcase their abilities as a character to put themselves out there in different ways that they may not have had before when NXT Black and Gold was more of a wrestling mat-based, maybe uh, indie style is what they used to call it, version of WWE. That's my take on the 2.0 brand from the character standpoint. That is a fair point, but here's why you're wrong, Joel. We already get that diluted version of pro wrestling uh, twice a week on Mondays and Fridays. And those characters, while different, are largely not good in a lot of ways. Um, I think that they have taken something that had an authentic feel where those characters felt like people you may have actually met in real life. And now it feels like a high school musical. So Joel, that is why you're wrong. Well, Kate, here's the thing. And here's why you're wrong. Those black and gold leather daddy characters that would come up through the ranks of the WWE main roster. What happened to them? Lost in the shuffle, completely misused completely unseen and unheard. And while the 2.0 characters, you know, they haven't been introduced to the main roster yet. There's more of a synergy and the synergy exists because of the characters that they're portraying one-sided or not one-dimensional or not. When they go to the main roster, they're going to fit right in with the wackiness of the Seth freaking Rollins or the, 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 the dichotomy of man that is the Damien Priests. These okay, people are going to fit in. why you're wrong, though. What needed to happen was the main roster needed to shift closer to what NXT 1.0 was doing rather than calling this developmental to a worse product. This is an ego trip. It was like if the AA Yankees were beating the crap out of the Bronx Bombers every week. That is why this whole thing has happened. And Joel, that is why you're wrong. But Kate, the thing about that and why you're wrong is that the main roster has been the WWE version of itself forever. NXT as it was, it wasn't successful. It didn't have the ratings. It didn't have the people. It didn't have the stars. All it had were a bunch of smaller dudes from other companies coming in, trying their best and then not making it up when it came to the pinnacles of Raw and SmackDown. So your argument is that the ratings? Yeah, I kind of lost it on that one. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say, here's why you're wrong, Joel. The NXT 2.0 ratings are in the trash. And as far as the current product of the pinnacle of the main roster, Joel, they are pulling in some of the lowest ratings of all time, save this very brief Royal Rumble bump which was also largely a failure. So I'm going to say no, but 
as you're speaking of the handoff of the black and gold brand to the current roster, you're also forgetting one very, very important part, which is the entire women's roster for the most part. Entire roster, most part being, you know, mutually exclusive terms. But still, all four horsewomen came up through the good NXT. I'm just going to say it. You want to call it Leather Daddy? Fine. You know what Leather Daddies are? Cool. You know what Nickelodeon NXT is? Uncool. Uh, are you, you kidding have your... me? Kids of the 90s? What are you saying? Kids of the 90s ought to have your head for that statement. And I'm not even a kid of the 90s. Look. I'm Nickelodeon. the ones who matter. Nickelodeon, very cool in Nickelodeon context. I don't need it in my wrestling. Thank you very much. I like cheese on my burgers. Not in my wrestling, which is only partially true. But uh, <laughs> Do you like jacking also- your football? Occasionally. Depends. Oh, there it goes. Then you're Depends. complete. No, it's <laughs> moot point. I win. Football. <laughs> if I can get the football you're- reference in, then I clearly got it right. Ah, curses. But back to the women's revolution, all of the stars that they have pushed have really come from the black and gold era of this. And let me tell you, the Sasha Bankses and the Becky Lynch's and the Charlotte Flair's and the Bailey's and that whole era of women and the era that came up behind them, which are being misused, but Rhea Ripley is a hell of a talent. Bianca Belair also came from the black and gold brand. Like, there's plenty of main roster success it's just essentially all happened on the women's side does that raise the question that they were just so desperate for women's talent that they had no other choice but to accept the handoffs i don't know but to me that sounds like a pretty pretty damning argument to 2.0 versus 1.5 i think at the time women's wrestling was seeing uh like they call it the evolution but they were seeing uh, an uh, an impression that they had never been seen before and they had never been capitalized in WWE culture. And I'm just adding to your point because I am a proponent for women's wrestling. And I do consider the, the, the women of WWE really engaging around that time that you're talking about. And yeah, 2.0 hasn't done that. They've had, they've had different characters come out, but they haven't had the same success. I will give you that, but That's here's fair. why you're wrong. Kate, these women who are now coming up lately, I'm talking the Cora Jades and I'm talking the, maybe the Casey and Caden. I'm, I'm personally not a fan of, of EDM ravers, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, but I like their wrestling. And if we can get past, past the, the dance pants girls and remember that they are gr- pretty good wrestlers, quite talented, and you get that young Cora Jade and maybe that Roxy. And maybe, 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 maybe. We'll see by the time this drops if maybe Roxy's shown up or if she will or not. But either way, if it's going to happen, then there is a bunch of young talent. Even the Steph DeLander, sorry, Persia Parada, even the Indy Hartwells. They're starting to make their claim and stake their claims for bringing women's wrestling to the forefront of NXT and doing a good job of it. Yeah, but you basically just said, Joel, that if you look past the terrible characters that they were given, <laughs> they're pretty good wrestlers, which I think was your opening argument on the 2.0 side, is that these wacky characters are going to work on the main roster. I will give you this. 
I think 2.0 is incredibly new and I think it's still finding its footing. And part of the reason that we haven't seen the character success as much is simply because they haven't had the, the time. This is their first go around. We haven't really seen anybody get called up. I don't think from, from 2.0. So it's harder to make like that argument, I guess, just because NXT 1.0 of course has had more time. So, um, I think you're still going to be wrong, but I will at least concede a little bit that it needs to to give the the test of time. And and that's where we will agree. There is a there is a proving ground that needs to be set. We've seen how NXT talent from from the Black and Gold brand how they have come about on the main roster. Failure or not, some have been successful. You cannot deny that guys like uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are good examples of that long-term. And yeah, they had an indie background coming in, but they still made a mark in NXT. They were still former champions. They still had major matches. That counts. But when we get into the 2.0 call-ups, whenever those start happening, there's going to be a huge amount of pressure put on them to be the next big superstars that's really the only term that they that they want out of this they want to see that braun breaker is going to be the guy to lead them for the next 20 years they want to see uh they want to see name me name me one of the women that you think could really explode for that division maybe it is cora jade is there anyone else there in 2.0 that you think Um, might bring them past the stratosphere Man, I think there's a lot of potential in in Kaylee Ray. I know she's kind of the the older school one, but she is being featured on 2.0 as a talent. So, um, I think she she has whatever it is for sure. Um, she's kind of like in that weird transitional phase between the two that we were talking about because yeah. she's come over from the UK. But she's she's someone that I think has a very very high ceiling. And now. Here's another reason why I think you're wrong about your old NXT versus the new hip, cool NXT 2.0. It's high school. It's fast-paced. You can't keep up with it. You can try, but every time you try, you get passed by because something cool and neat and funny and weird happened. And I think that's okay. I think that kind of insane mile-a-minute TV is kind of fun for me. Here's why you're wrong. High school sucked. I don't know if you went to high school, but it's a terrible time in virtually everybody's life. And I hated the chaos and it's re-traumatizing me on a weekly basis. No, sincerely, I understand what you're saying. And that is also something that feels much closer to the main roster. Um, But I I think it's just hard to call it high school when... um, I didn't know like serial killers in high school, like Dexter Loomis, you know what I mean? So it's like a little bit, if you had given me high school instead of like high school turned up to out of this world, I might be able to buy your argument, but I'm going to go back to the beginning of your statement and where you call this young and cool when the median age of the demographic here is like 65, I believe. So miss me with your cool and hip Joel Pearl. That is why you are wrong. Now, here's why you're wrong about that. You think the kids above the age, or sorry, below the age of 40 are watching on your direct TVs? You think they're watching on their cable vision? You think they're, you think they have the cord? No, the cord's been cut. They're watching it on the internet. They're watching it on social, socials. They're watching it everywhere but live 
at the time. They're not even DVRing it. They're finding alternative means, legal or not, to watch the show. As a result, yeah, sure, listen, the median age is going to be the age of people who are not going to cut the cord because the cord is basically wired into their brain and they don't want to change that. Instead, you get people watching on YouTube the clips, and they put a lot of clips up on YouTube, let me tell you. And that's how they're going to take in each and every show from now on. I would agree with you, except for the fact that it's the same measuring stick that every other wrestling product gets measured against. So that is why you are wrong. But we also need to dive into the real heart of NXT 2.0 versus 1.5, 1.0, whatever you want to call it. The black and gold brand. The new logo is, is bad. The new logo oh. is bad. We gotta, we gotta is get it? into the the heart of this. The X is off center. I don't like that it's animated on the live show. It's very distracting in the background of the actual matches. Maybe that's just because I'm very ADD, but I find it wildly distracting. Black and gold was like a metal band, okay? And metal is cool. This is like bubblegum, pop punk, terrible, watered down wannabe stuff. And I think we all know that the true measuring stick of any wrestling company's success is, in fact, the logo. Meanwhile, in 1.0 land, in Leather Daddy era 1.0, you had the big NXT, sure, the black and gold is iconic, but then at the 10-year anniversary, for some reason, they add a whole bunch of skulls and a raven, and it's very convoluted and very like dark mysterious Ooh, we're in an underground dungeon remember raw underground that's what <laughs> nxt was towards the end of it it was just a darkened ring with a bunch of people yelling and screaming and hitting plastic that's all nxt was at the end meanwhile the cool vibe new nxt 2.0 where everyone is so excited to be there and they're lit and yeah i don't like the fact that i can see a bunch of knees on my tv every week i don't love that either but what i do love is that the logo is progressive it's new i don't care about off axis x's it doesn't have to match what's supposed to match is here and that's what you got from the bottom of the end to the cross of the t it works for me and it looks good and yeah swirling colors guess what it's going to take your mind away from anything that doesn't make sense which yeah sometimes there is an nxt 2.0 wow like the entire product joel i don't need to see anybody's knees at all and i also don't need piped in crowd noise and fake crowd reactions that are clearly being directed by people but more importantly this doesn't feel like a fresh new logo. This feels like something that's a throwback. So I don't know if NXT knows what world it's in. Is it a callback to a very like 90s style? Is it something that's fresh and new? I don't know. But the reason you're wrong about what you just said, and I can't stress this enough that it's, that it's just incorrect, is saying that adding skulls to something makes it less cool. It is scientifically proven. I will find the studies. That if you add a skull to something, it makes it more cool. How dare you, sir? How dare you say that adding a skull and maybe a raven or two to a logo makes it less cool? Just rude. Just disrespectful. Our post-production is currently working on a skull and ravens to have flying over your head and superimposed over your head. So be prepared for that as you're watching after the fact because we record these things. The final thing that I will say about NXT 2.0 that's better than anything else on TV or any other NXT 1.0, 1.5, 1.8, whatever you want to call it. You know what it is, Kate? I'm going to make it very simple. It's silly. 
and wrestling is silly. Wrestling is dumb. And then when it's dumb, it's great. And when wrestling is not taken seriously, it's even better. And if you don't take 2.0 seriously, then guess what? It's the best show on the planet. Here's why you're wrong. Wrestling is an art form. There's a time and a place for silly. Not everything is supposed to be silly. Wrestling is supposed to make you feel something. Not anger at the consequences for you to go tweet about. But there's supposed to be a storytelling there. It's an art form. I don't need cheese 100% of the time. Do I enjoy the occasional mobster or serial killer or dinosaur? Sure. I enjoy the occasional one of those. But the beauty of wrestling is that it's storytelling. And like any art form, there's cheesy stuff. There's your Big Bang theories. There's your Fallout Boys. But you know where the magic is? It's in your grunge bands. It's in your Mad Men's. It's supposed to be an ensemble. It's supposed to run the spectrum. And I think that a blend of silly and real storytelling is something that is good. I think you can have someone like, I don't know, a Hugger Bailey who was silly and fun and lighthearted versus someone as mean and nasty as Sasha Banks was in those takeover matches. I don't like your point at all because you're just diluting art. And I've decided that I should take that incredibly seriously and personally. Here's why you're wrong. (laughs) Wendy Chu versus Mandy Rose is going to be a match for the ages one day. Here's why you're wrong. No, it's not. And it definitely isn't going to hold a candle to things like AOP versus DIY or the breakup. Or Jensen of- versus GYV. How dare you, sir? How dare you? How about Sasha versus Charlotte versus Bailey versus Bailey in NXT because they're not going to give us that on the main roster? How about Neville versus Finn Balor? How about Undisputed Era versus Roderick Strong and AOP versus Sanity? How about Sasha and Becky for that NXT Women's Championship? All these classic matches from TakeOvers that we get to hold on to. You're not going to be saying that about Mandy Rose and Wendy Chu, though I think Wendy Chu does what she does extremely well. Doesn't she rule? She kind of does. She's, she I'm, kinda kinda, I'm kind of getting in on that a little yeah, bit. That's right. okay. <laughs> I, think, I think we got it. I think that was it. I think we just we, com- we found our common ground. Congratulations, Wendy Chu. We choo choo choose you as our common ground for NXT 2.0 versus NXT Black and Gold. Well, now I'm just mad I've been out punned by Joel Pearl. <laughs> How about you tell them where they can find you on the internet and then we can pun our way out of here? Sure, that's a very good point. <laughs> you can find me at Miss Kate Fave. Uh, on Twitter, and you can also catch me on Fridays doing the AEW Rampage and SmackDown Post Show with Sean Ross Sapp, Tuesdays with Alex reacting to NXT 2.0, which we just discussed the ins and outs of the good and the bad, and Wednesdays at the Mark Order Podcast. I'm Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. This is Fightful Overbooked, youtube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. There's content every single day here. So ladies and gentlemen and friends beyond the binary, we'll see you in the next video. Go and pick one. Go watch right now. Drop it. Come on. Go. Go. Love you. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.